Welcome to I Need a Coach, where we interview top coaches, experts, authors, and speakers, hear their stories of success, who they help, how they help them, and how they grow their business. My name is Adam Packard. For the last seven years, we worked with over 500 coaches and consultants, helping them with their business development and marketing to help them grow their business naturally, getting more conversations started. Today's guest is a special one, Alan Phillips. Alan is my mindset coach, and he is going to share with you tips and tricks on how to get out of your own way. If you ever feel stuck in what you're doing or how you're doing it, or just the thoughts that come into your mind of self-doubt or imposter syndrome, he's going to give you some keys and techniques and some practices that you can do to immediately shift your mindset into a positive one and achieve all your goals. So I'm excited to have Alan on the show today. All right, welcome to I Need a Coach. I am joined now by my good friend, Alan Phillips uh, out of Vancouver. Alan, welcome to the show. Hello, Adam. This is so fantastic that you're doing this now. This is, ex- this is I'm just thrilled to be here. Thank you so much yeah, for inviting no. me. <laughs> uh, I, w- I was looking forward to having you on because you do amazing work. Obviously, you and I have worked together for quite a while, um, and I've gained so much perspective and uh, just change in my belief and my mindset. So, Give the people a little bit of an overview of kind of the work that you do, who you help, um, just so they have a little bit of context there. Sure. Well, for the past 20 years, I've been helping people from all walks of life, really. And what I do is I help transform emotional turmoil and trauma into freedom, peace of self, and clarity of mind. And what that translates to is transforming inspiration into manifestation at the end of the day. Real connection with your life, and to a certain degree... A, a shift in which my clients stop looking for relief and actually enjoy transformation, enjoy connection, you know, connecting to life instead of that relief of life that yeah. a lot of people are looking for because it's too heavy, all of the burdens of life and everything that is coming at us. So we basically build a space within for choice, a space, you know, every we're stimulated with something. And usually, our, autom- our automatic uh, subconscious would respond as a reaction, as a judgment, as an opinion, as an assumption or something. When people work with me, we build a space in between those so that you actually get a choice from what perspective you're going to become available so that everything else can become possible. Yeah. Now, to get That's there, awesome. there's a process. You've been through the process, which is basically transforming the perspective that you have from your own relationship with yourself, relationship with what you do, relationship with the people that you care for and in professional, personal relationships, and of course, a relationship of what you really desire. And once we work through those, then you can make your life the way you would really, really adore to. Yeah. Well, let's, let's rewind. So 20 years of doing this. So <laughs> take it, take us back 20 years ago and you don't have to share your whole story, but give the people a little understanding of kind of how you came into this and what prompted you to really dive into this space. Okay. Well, it starts when I'm seven years old and I'm in my, and my parents get called to school saying that I'm hyperactive, that I, that, that I have to go to therapy or something. Right. My dad, took a look into it and says, well, he might be hyperactive, but he's getting A's. So what do you mean? Well, it was, I was getting A's, but I was distracting all the class. So the system couldn't really deal with me at that moment. So I needed to be fixed. So my, my, thank God my father didn't believe that. 
right? And what he did, pay, he he was into the personal development space himself. He was a a motivational speaker and an entrepreneur. And he found out that my attention was just very much more in the emotions of people around me than in the thoughts or concepts. So my attention naturally goes towards the tone of your voice, the words that you're choosing to say something and really what you're feeling. So they would, people would say that I would be uh, going against authority. But what was really happening is that I could feel if there was no, not an alignment between what people were saying and what they were feeling. And I would challenge that to, to understand why am I getting mixed messages? Of course, that would be judged as you're challenging my authority, <laughs> right? It took me a while to understand that myself because it made me different to a certain degree, right? So my dad, thankfully, helped me to understand what it is to feel and to trust what I feel. And from there came choice and a journey into intuition. So by the, by the time I was 19, I probably attended close to 30 to 40 different courses on personal development, emotional management, energy healing. Uh, at that time, uh, I worked with Drumbalo uh, Melchizedek and opening the heart chakra and so many other techniques that are out there right now. And, and right now is like the main thing. Everyone is looking into it. I looked into it 30 years ago, 30 something years ago. And it really changed my life and it gave me a purpose of service as well. Uh, so I thought I was all kind of conflict driven because of the conflicts of the family. Like every family, there's no, there's no family that is not conflicted to a certain degree. Right. So I was driven to help transform conflict. So I went to law school. I decided I didn't want to become a lawyer afterwards. Right. But that gave me a very good spectrum of human society, like the nervous system of society, if you want to call it, because everything you want to manifest has to go through that. And then I jumped into a small practice, legal practice, but to prevent legal conflicts. So we were going to the emotional conflict, transform that, and there was no need for the legal conflict. And that naturally evolved into coaching. And from that, then I started to go more into healing, more into uh, the quantic awareness of emotions and how they influence our life. And that's my true passion really, is helping people become able to respond for what they feel so that they can fire the thoughts that will create the behaviors that will drive them to their results. Yeah. 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 And I can attest that we've had many sessions together. You are probably the best listener that I've ever met, right? You just have a way to be able to just sit and and I don't know if you're watching me or, or just listening to my words or a combination, but I can always tell that you're 100% focused on what I'm sharing. And it was just such an eye-opening experience to be able to kind of, you know, be vulnerable with someone that I didn't know. Um, so thank you for giving me that that safe space and and helping me on my journey. And I want to obviously us to continue into the future. So um, I'd love to hear some, you know, obviously you work with people from all different walks of life, business uh, owners and executives, people that are busy, what do you see as the biggest challenge right now with some of these people? I mean, obviously we live in, 
an instant gratification society and we're getting pulled in multiple directions and our attention span is is so short and you know we have shiny object syndrome where we start chasing after things um we're very reactionary right we we versus being proactive what do you see when you're having conversations with people that that holds them back and then how do you kind of let them know that it doesn't have to be that way i think um it could be explained in many ways but i think the easiest way to put it is people try to control their thoughts it is known that our thoughts will drive our behavior and our behavior will get us our results right so people are, when they go into the personal development or where they want to look within and they want to achieve something, right? They want to control their thoughts. But most people do it through grinding through it, repetition, training, boom, 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 boom. And in all of that, they forget about emotions. There's really a big misunderstanding about what emotions are. See, emotions are not behavior. Emotions are not identity. Emotions are awareness. If we were to put it in a very simple, practical way, they're like Wi-Fi. They bring information. Every time you create a thought and your emotion, and you have an emotion about that thought, you vibrate that and you transfer that. So other people can sense what you're feeling. Has it happened to you that you enter into a room, right? And suddenly you get this feeling about the room, like it's a bit dense, right? Or you're in front of a person and you can feel if that person, even if they're smiling, they're like out of whack or something's not right. We can sense these things, right? I mean, thoughts are invisible. Emotions are invisible, but they're still there. Mm -hmm. And the thing is that we sometimes believe that we are our thoughts or that we are our emotions. And we're not. There's a sense of self that has emotions to express and expand that self within right and then then and when, then we have a beautiful intellect which is a system of its own just like our body is a system it's a biological system that is perfect and we cannot control how our lungs work or how our kidney works it's not like okay now i'm going to tell my kidney to stop and then i'm going to control it oh, it just works it's a system Right. We just have to surrender to the system and then give it what it needs so that it will perform for the purpose of life to drive our own self in that body. Our intellect works exactly the same way. It's a, it's a perfect system of how is the practicality of bringing anything that you're feeling into form. It's always inspired by what you're feeling. The problem is when your thoughts start creating emotions. And you're not choosing the emotions yourself. Then you become motivated and you want to see the end goal, but you forget to feel. So you get expectations. And as you're going for the expectations of what you saw in your thoughts, you expect the reality to be exactly what you saw. But all that information is coming from your past, from your knowledge and experience. And you want to see it ahead of you. The present is always different. Right? Same things happens with emotions. Emotions are circumstantial. You can only feel them in the present. You can't feel emotions in the past. You can't feel emotions in the future. You're only here right now. Yet, we've made of emotions life lessons, right? And whenever we perceive something similar to something that we've lived before, we say, oh, I know that. And the moment we say, I know, 
we can't see anything else than what we think we know about what's happening in the present. So we're missing everything that's possible and available. What if you could actually be present, feel the present, get that, get into that Wi-Fi, right? And really feel what is happening in the room where you are or with the person that you're with. And then choose what frequency you want to use as a baseline of your thoughts. Because look at it, look at it this way. If you're angry, everything around you will be an excuse for you to get angrier. Right? If you're sad, everything around you will be an excuse to be sadder, sadder. If you're enthusiastic, everything around you is an excuse to become enthusiastic. But these things happen to people by random because they become the effect of the cause that is happening outside of them. What so is how do you, it? How do you, how do you start to fix that? I mean, it seems like such a, right? <laughs> it's like uh, in the work that we did, you're, you know, you always had me ask the question, what for? Right. So yeah. it's almost catching these thoughts that you have and these emotions that come with the thoughts and realizing I'm attaching an emotion that doesn't need to be attached to it. Um, so how does someone start down this path of starting to not be controlled by their thoughts and emotions? It's a training. It's a training that is set in a way in which you discover your own thoughts and emotions as you go forward. It's a training with quantic awareness tools. Mm -hmm. Quantic awareness means that it is, is, comes from the pr principle of the law of cause and effect, which means as it is above, it's below, right? From as you will manage $5 million, you will manage $5. It's just the principle, is the principles. So over the past 20 years, for myself, going through a lot of, a lot of different experiences and with experience, experience working with my clients, I've come now to design a, method that I call the emotional perspective, in which I design tools that are very easy to use and to practice, right? And that hold these principles. That as we go in the, go forth in the training, you're able to integrate into your life and then discover that space, that space for self, which is really that space for choice. If you see it this way, the only thing you have control of in your life, full control of, is your choice. You have free will. Poetically speaking, or speaking of God, right? Gods were really jealous of the human being because they don't have free will. They have to have the same frequency all the time, right? They have to represent a frequency all of the time. They have to represent an emotion or a value all of the time. As human beings, we're here such for such a lot, slow, short term of, of time, our lives, that we get the gift to choose what emotion is going to actually create our existence, our experience? And how wonderful is it that you can actually choose what that existence is going to be like if you just choose that as a baseline? Because whatever, from whatever emotional state you choose to be, everything will become possible that is incidental to that which is essential. And what's essential is feeling. I've never known anyone that's alive that doesn't feel. Even plants, they feel because we're alive. We're not human doings, we're human beings. All we have to do is be. We have a system that will guide us how to do according to our being. That's our intellect. So we don't have to control it just as much as we don't have to control 
our, our, our physical body. We just have to inspire it. It's like if you have a genie right there ready to grant you all of the wishes. You just need to know how to choose what you desire to feel so that you inspire your intellect and create the behaviors that will take you to the results that you're inspired by, that you really want to create, manifest. We are creators of life. Yet, most of the time, we jump into consuming our own life, right? When we go into judgments, when we go into opinions, when we go into assumptions, all this analysis within of our own stories that we've created about what's happening, right? Create, uh, it's consuming us. It's so tiring, right? We're like, should I, should I not? We disintegrate everything that we want to create by going into those stories because of what we think we know. Right? Yeah. What if that which you think you know is just a pile of wisdom ready to be used when you're focused in the present and what you're inspired by that comes out as practical intelligence? Like, think of a moment when you've really been connected to life and to what you're doing. You didn't think before you knew what to do in that moment that would create the results you wanted because you were really inspired by what you were doing, almost like dancing. When you're really inspired by the music as you're dancing, you don't think what food goes first and what goes next. There's a harmony to it, right? Yeah, you don't want to see me dancing, though, so we're going we're gonna, <laughs> to avoid that. My wife just makes fun of me when I dance. <laughs> just avoid doing that altogether. I mean, so what, what you're talking about is, is finding a way to be more present, obviously, in the moment. Um, too many people focus on past things that have happened and use that as either motivation or can deter them from reaching their goals. And then too many people also future cast what, why I wish I was here. I, you know, comparing myself to other people. Um, and the stuff that I've learned from you has definitely centered me and, and made me feel more grounded and present in the moment and trying to enjoy where I am right now and not worrying about what happened in the past, what I could have done differently, what the future is going to look like. Um, and it's been, it's been really helpful. Do you have any uh, success stories, someone that you, that you helped obviously don't use their name, um, but maybe an example of someone that had a challenge or something in the past and how you helped them kind of work through that and, and where they I are have, today. I have one that's very recent that I am in love with. I mean, it's such a privilege to really be able to navigate my client's universe and just give them permission to navigate it themselves without fear. Just really love their own universe and find the resources that they have within to do what they want to do. This coach, she always wanted to be a singer. Yet the beliefs of you can't do that. If you're a singer, you won't ever make enough money. You have to study a career like all of the fears that our parents bring onto us because they want what's best for us from what they think they know. And we do it as parents as well, right? But then all of our dreams are some, somewhat like shut off, like what we really desire to do, right? And we adopt those fears that are given to us by our parents to a certain degree. So she always wanted to be a singer, always. But she never gave the, her, herself the chance because it was not the safe thing to do in a world and to the beliefs of her parents. And now at the age of 36, she said, I'm going to go for it. And she was referred to me. Another client that also fulfilled one of her dreams, becoming an entrepreneur and actually being, being a single mother, being able to 
create her dream, uh, her dream life and have a great performance in business and at the same time be present for her three children. But so she referred her to me and, and she said to me, you know, this is what I've always loved how to do, but I have no clue how I detached myself from it so far. I went into a PhD and I'm a translator. I'm a linguist, but what I really love is just music. I want to sing. So I asked her, so what kind of music do you want to do? Well, I have this crazy idea of electronic music in my voice. I have a beautiful voice that I want to express. So I took her in for a program of three months in which the first month we elevated her, her vibration to the highest possibility. That means that you're, you really become aware of who you are, of yourself, more than your emotions and your thoughts. You're able to observe those. And then we go into to the transformation, transforming the relationship with her mother, transforming the relationship with her father and all those beliefs to a point that she really becomes aware of what was stopping her and she's able to transform that. Very easy techniques, no drama. It's not like therapy. It's not like, it's not like you're going to go into like really, really deep um, suffering or, or the suffering that you hold back. Even trauma. There was some trauma that we had to transform there, Right but from a very loving place and from choice. And then we were, able to, we were able to go and heal her inner child. That moment when she had created this coping mechanism mm -hmm, that would keep her safe, that was limiting her from going forward to what she wanted. And after that, and all throughout this training, she started trying out with her music. Like she would start going to play at the kiosk, first in the street, like getting that, as a normal thing. Of course, at first, she was scared. What were people going to, is she good enough? Is she not good enough? But as she was feeling better about herself, her expression and expansion of her real joy for life was easier to come out. And she found out that vulnerability is actually strength. It's what pushes forward to, to be herself, to be authentic. And fast enough, in two weeks, she was called into a restaurant by someone that was passing in the street. Would you like to come and play at my restaurant? Right. Fast enough, she was then she then started to publish online and she started getting so many likes. Two months and a half later, now she has a contract to play for the first time in front of public. In Mexico. That's awesome. You know? And this is awesome because she feels so realized and she feels so free to be herself. Now we're just at the stage of creating a vision. Right. She found what her sole purpose is, and she's able to use that as perspective to just create that vision of a life that she wants. And she's jumping. No, it's going to make it. you feel good. In, in as much as three months, she's really realizing her dream. And it's just fantastic. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. one case. Another case of deep trauma, for example. Um, I don't know if I want to. That's it's it's a really hard story, but she was. Uh, she went into really deep trauma after witnessing the, um, the suicide of her husband. Uh, she was being treated by a psychologist for three years, then with a psychiatrist, and she was just not coming out of there. Right? Three months after, she's back to herself, anxiety is off, all her anxiety is gone, and she's back to being an entrepreneur, to running an NGO. Wow. That's beautiful. Yeah, you do some you do some uh, amazing things. So how can how can people learn more about your work? 
um, give us some uh, some resources and and I'll let you have the floor and and share how people can find out more about you. Sure, thank you. Um, I have a website. It's www.quanticawareness.com. Mm-hmm. In the website, you'll see a button that says "Learn More" or "Book a Call." You can book a free call with me for 30 minutes. Let's get to know each other. The most important thing for me is to get to know you, to understand your emotional patterns, right? So that I can create a a journey for you, which really serves you individually. So it's not a cookie cutter uh, program, right? Every person is different in the way that I share my tools and I share the perspective of them. So I really need to get to know that. And then we can create a very strong, fun relationship. Really going forth is I'm client centered. So I'm the kind of coach that you can, I'm a high touch coach. That means that you can reach me 24 seven, right? We we have a way to communicate 24 seven with whatever you need, whatever you're going through. And you just have to know that you're not alone. People think that they're alone and that they have to do their stuff, their life alone. That's an illusion. We're not born alone. We don't live alone. We don't even die alone. So why would you ever think of doing everything alone? We can't do anything alone. We have to relate to something, to someone, to somewhere, just to have a sense of who we are. I'm that space where I call this, I call this, um, you know, that space that you know, that you know, that nobody knows where you tell yourself all those stories. I become that space for you to feel comfortable relating and expanding that space and transform the polarity of that space so that it brings light into your life instead of consuming it. I love it. Yeah, I'd love to serve you. <laughs> Fantastic. Alan, always a pleasure to connect. Great to see you again. Looking forward to more conversations with you in the future and uh, appreciate you being on our show. Adam, thank you so much for this space. Uh, I just want to let you know it's been a re- real honor to work with you. Mm-hmm. It's been a real honor for me to understand your universe and to provide you with the tools for you to be present for your family, for your loving family, for your business. The trans- it's been a privilege to witness your your own transformation, and I also look forward for what's coming next. Awesome. Thank you, buddy. That means a lot. Have a great Christmas and, and New Year, and uh, looking forward to reconnecting soon. Fantastic. Thank you so much. And thank you for the space to share everything. Thank Absolutely. you so much. This really means a lot to me. Absolutely. See you, buddy. Thank you for joining us on this episode of I Need a Coach. If you've made it this far, I genuinely appreciate your dedication. Putting this podcast together takes a lot of time and energy. In return, we only ask one thing, which is if you could please leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts. This helps our show get in front of more people so we can help more people. This is Adam Packard signing off. Keep coaching, keep thriving, and see you in the next episode.